The winding road towards the park feels like a roller coaster, one that lifts and dives through rocky hills, overlooked by old trees while meandering along a winding river. In some spots, it barely feels wide enough for two cars, but I'm sure that's because it was originally built for simple horse-drawn carriages. The name suggests you're on the way to a niche microbrewery, one that's artwork is full of forked tongues, fiery breath, and cloven feet. But it's actually a serene state park in eastern Connecticut, boasting a 60-foot waterfall and miles of trail on the river and the clifftop. The falls are very close to the parking area, and depending on the time of year and how much water is flowing will determine whether or not you can see the namesake marks. Because when the water is low, you can view the top of each of the large steps. And on each step you can see what appear to be cloven prints embedded in the stone. Here the Puritans believe that Satan, while walking along Eight Mile River, got his tail wet and became enraged, and so stomped his way up Chapman Falls, leaving his prints in the stone, thus becoming known as Devil's Hopyard. Welcome to episode 14 of Tales, Trails, and Taverns. I'm your host, Joe Gelinas. This will be the final episode of 2023. I hope everyone got a chance to hear the Christmas special, where I did my best to pretend I can narrate books while reading A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. I've seen a good many plays and movies with their own interpretation, but this is the first time I've actually read the original. I just had to point out as to what a great writer Charles Dickens was. Of course, that left me at times wondering how to properly pronounce certain words and phrases. And since I want to be completely honest here, the part in the second stave, or second chapter, where the descriptions about the dance hall were going on, I was reading as best I could, but not comprehending much of it. I don't know if that came across in the audio, but I felt like a crop duster pilot in a fighter jet at that point. It felt fast and complex while I was just hanging on, hoping I could land it. Anyway, I definitely had fun doing it and got some positive feedback. Let me know either through a review or on social media if you enjoy the type of content, and I will definitely keep doing those times of bonus episodes. If you have any of your own stories to tell, you can send them in through any of the Tales, Trails, and Tavern social media messages, message services. It'd be great to add listeners submitted stories to the tales told here. And they don't have to be trail or tavern related. They can be any kind of ghost story you want. If it happened and you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. On another note, this is not the only podcast I host. The Reserve Element Podcast Season 2 is starting January 1st, and I plan to have that one be very interesting this year. It's now been 20 years since I served my first tour in Iraq, and in the first episode I reached out to a Marine who I had the pleasure of serving alongside back then. Life has certainly changed for the two of us since then, and it was great to hear what he's been up to. You can find the Reserve Element Podcast on all the same platforms you find this wonderful podcast. But enough about that, let's move on to the trail. We all know the devil went down to Georgia, lost his golden fiddle in an attempt to win a soul from young Johnny, but I've noticed that he seems to have made a lot of stops around around New England, and East Haddam, Connecticut may have been just another stop for old Beelzebub himself. This 860-acre state park features many miles of trails to hike, many of which I'm sad to say I haven't actually done yet, and also a name that seems to have several different stories as to its origins. The most well-known legend is that the devil came to East Haddam, and while walking up along Eight Mile River, got his tail wet, and in his fury, he stomped his way up Chapman Falls, leaving cylindrical hoof prints in the natural stone steps of the falls. When you see the falls at a time when the water flow is low, you'll notice that the 60-foot falls seem to look like a large staircase with three large steps from the top to the bottom. Each one of these steps, when viewed from the top, 
there's a large round hole similar to what you could imagine could be a cloven print apparently there are many more smaller ones but it, it was the big ones about two to three feet across that stuck out to me another possible source of the name was the area was used to grow hops for the brewing of beer and one of the growers in the area went by the name of dibble and it was as simple as the name Dibble's Hop Yard just naturally changed over time to Devil's Hop Yard. Although it's not as fun to talk about it, it certainly is more logical. Nowadays the round holes have scientific explanations for the formations. Just like the name, this part isn't as fun as imagining the devil losing his temper because he got his backside damp in a river. Apparently the flat section of the falls allow for, some, allow for small stones to get trapped in an indent. The movement of the water then rolls them around, creating a round hole. It's kind of like rock tumbler. You know, makes, a, makes a, the rocks nice and smooth. Well, if you put it in a hole like that and roll it around, it starts to create the hole. And as the hole becomes larger, larger pebbles and stones get trapped and continue the erosion, leaving us with the cloven prints we see today. Of course, knowing this doesn't really answer so many questions that I have as it does create more because the large rock in North Kingstown, Rhode Island, known as Devil's Foot Rock, has a similar round, seemingly cloven prints, as well as one that looks human, but it's not anywhere near where a river could have run over it. Save that one for another episode. Beyond the Shadows podcast. In the darkest corners of our universe lie spaces where even the light won't go. Places where terror and the unknown lurk, always waiting. Join Ryan and Scott on the Beyond the Shadows podcast as we pull back the curtain and peer into the darkness. We'll examine hauntings, true crimes, mysteries, UFOs, exorcisms, reincarnations, mysteries, and all things dark. Join us as we go Beyond the Shadows. As for the trails from the parking lot near Chapman Falls, the one I've done several times is the Orange Trail. This is the one that starts across the covered bridge. Yes, there's also a covered bridge here. And travels south along Eight Mile River, quickly splitting and traveling both along the river and along the top of the cliff that runs parallel to the river. The views from the top of the cliff are magnificent, especially at the end of the trail where there's a southern facing overlook. If you stay along the river portion of the Orange Trail, you'll eventually find a sign for the Devil's Oven. You're going to have to really want to see this thing if you decide to follow the left-bearing trail because it gets steep quickly. There isn't much as to why it's called the Devil's Oven when you look online, but when you see it, you got a pretty good guess and you, you kind of know. It feels like it's about 100 feet straight up to the oven and it's basically just a small cave in the rock. It's basically just a small cave in the rock wall that's deep enough to fit an adult lying down makes sense to me if the devil was going to have an oven it should be able to fit a person in it there's also camping fishing birding and picnicking at the park if you're not into hiking and seeking out legends swimming is not allowed in the park per se but honestly in those warm summer months if you don't find people swimming i'd be surprised be careful though especially around the falls it says on one of the websites that you know falling from uh falling around waterfalls is particularly dangerous. Afterwards, if you're looking to get a pint, not too far away in Salem, Connecticut is Fox Farm Brewery. 
it has a feel of being a little more upscale place than I'm used to, which is why I'm not really surprised that there isn't a beer on tap named for the nearby Devil's Hop Yard. For that, you'd have to go to South Windsor to the Connecticut Valley Brewing Company. Although I haven't actually been to that one or tried the beer, it says it's a double New England style IPA. Maybe for a future episode I'll carry a four-pack to the Overlook with a couple other hikers and crack open, well, then almost cold one. It <laughs> might not still be cold by the time I get to the Overlook. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any suggestions for places I should check out, let me know. Message me on social media. I reply to any message that's not an obvious advertisement. Stay tuned. The new year marks the transition to season two. I have some really cool stuff in the works. Legend seeking, on-trail reviews, Charles Dickens ghost stories, and at least one interview that's coming up. That being said, if you have a story that you want to talk about, especially if it involves being out in nature, let's chat. Have a great night. Happy New Year. Let's all get out there and find our spirits.